Restaurant pub. Restaurant pub. What's up? What's going what on? What you got? <laughs> what do you want? What's so funny? It's so aggressive. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. That, that well, happens. Do you try? You may. Restaurant pub. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Do you actually know the definition of punk? No. On the dictionary? Nope. Loud, fast moving, and aggressive form of rock. The opposite of me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You've seen, you've seen me in some settings where maybe I am. I have. A bit punk. Now, could you tell everybody who you are and what you do and what your goal in life is? Nick, do you agree that we should introduce our guest? Yeah. Yes? All right. Sure. Well, why don't you introduce your I fucking am, self? I am Bobby Baklava. <laughs> Bobby Baklava, best dessert in the world. That's right. I am uh, your brother Pete's only friend. This is true. Go and ahead. my goal uh-huh. in life is to get Pete a second friend so I can retire uh, being his only friend. It's a tough job being it Pete's is. only friend. Yeah, I'm going to be one of those guys that work till I die, I guess. And so. you and my brother went on a cross-country road trip. <laughs> one did. of my dreams. We did. A lot of great stories. How many years ago was that? Oh, God. Uh, we were 21 and 23, so that was 15 years ago. No shit. Yes. And, and you haven't uh, done it again since. We have not. Um, I picked your brother up from uh, the airport, and we stopped to have a meal. And uh, he was like, I just want to do something wild. I said, let's just <laughs> drive that across like the country. So we rented a car. Uh, did unlimited miles, classic. Fourteen thousand miles in eleven days. Um, and uh, was it eleven yeah. days? Yeah, it was an eleven day no road shit. trip. You ever so done that, Nick? Cross country road trip? Not cross country now. No, I d- now drove did you? down to, like to Key West one time. That was like as far as I went. But driving. as far as doing like a full no. circle, I never yeah, did we, that. we picked uh, a couple of main list. points yeah, that we wanted did. to do. Uh-huh. Uh, the problem was when we got to Vegas, uh, we lost everything we had. We didn't even have credit cards. You were, we were out. Young. Yep. So. Um, Yanni, the, the real <laughs> mensch, uh, Peter called them, and uh, Yanni <laughs> sent us enough money to get to each gas station and no more. <laughs> That's so it. Exactly. we had like a 48 hour drive back yeah. home from Vegas, and uh, he, we would call him every time we were at the gas station, <laughs> yeah. and we would tell yeah. him like, hey man, we need $60, he would transfer $60, <laughs> and that is how we made it home. We slept in the car, we took yeah. turns driving. He's like, I do not trust you guys. So at 21 and 23, Peter and I had zero dollars. Now, did you guys touch Canada in your cross-country road trip? No, no, we did not. Because Nick and I having dual citizenship, I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? No Canada, you can't stop in Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal, nothing. I know this is weird. It was actually like our one thing. I was like under no circumstances. (laughs) (laughs) Will I I stop there? And it was really arbitrary for being 21 years old. But uh, yeah. Can you tell everybody in our audience what you do for a living for money? Yes. the legal stuff, right? <laughs> the legal stuff. Yeah, the yes. legal stuff. Um, I work for a concessionaire that does uh, food and beverage uh, contracts with like professional sports teams, amphitheaters, museums, things like that. Restaurant punk. Restaurant punk. I got a topic. You have a topic, Nick? No, I got it. You have a topic? Is there something, <laughs> yeah. uh, there's something I want to ask? I got something. Okay. Bring it, on. It, it came up at one of our meetings uh, yesterday. And uh, the topic, maybe I'm not wording it right, but... What's the difference between white boy chefs and Mexican chefs? Line cooks, prep, dish, chefs. Ready and go. Oh, why is this sensitive? No, it's just I'm trying to like get it all together in my mind right now. Uh, I bring this story up. Generally. Yeah. Generally. I bring this story up because last week I was visiting my son at University of Arizona. Right. And there was a sign that said Nogales, Mm -hmm. Mexico. And I was like, oh. So I look at GPS, it was a little over an hour. I'm like, I'm going to Mexico. Mm -hmm. I go to Mexico, I park on the United States side, and I just walk through a door. And then I went from there. And it was the first time I'd actually walked 
in Mexico. Right. So uh, it came up at our meeting and then we just started talking about line cooks and chefs and what's the difference and why is there such a huge gap in the work ethic when it comes down to execution. Mm-hmm. Now, there could be an argument there somewhere. Sure. But do we have one? Do any of you have one? Any experiences? Any input you got on that? I got something locked and loaded. You got All something right, locked go and loaded? Yeah. Bring it on. I, yeah. If, oh. <laughs> if I may. You may. Can I draw it out to be a little bit more general? Okay. So <laughs> coming up through diners and things like that, uh-huh. yeah. I wouldn't necessarily just say Mexican or Guatemalan or whatever. I would say I've noticed a difference between people who have immigrated to this country's work yes. ethic uh-huh. and people who were born into this country's work ethic. Ah, very well. So put, if brother. I can take that out a Absolutely. little general like that, Absolutely. Yeah, I would say that I've noticed, especially through the industry that we're in, I've noticed a much harder work ethic from people that are attempting to, that have made a conscious decision to relocate from where they're at uh-huh. to attempt to better their lives as opposed to someone who is currently born into this country and just attempting to work in this country. It's not really a conscious decision. They were kind of born here, but people that actually get up and move thousands of miles away, right? that in itself, I mean, most people can't be motivated to put their socks on in the morning. So I feel like if you're actually going to relocate and go somewhere that you don't know anybody, right? Yeah. I feel like that's ingrained a particular work ethic. Uh-huh. And if we're talking restaurants specific, again, growing up, mm. Greek diners, working things like that, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously working with people from different countries and immigrants from countries, first generation, second generation. Um, It's kind of what I've noticed, but I think it's kind of more of that, like what's kind of given in the standard you're brought up in, as opposed to you looked around at your standard and said, yeah, I'm going to get up and go do this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's just inherent with it, a different work ethic. It's the opportunity that they have over in other countries as well. Like even a lot of the European um, students that will come over and do like a work and travel kind of program. Yeah, like the J-1. Yeah, like a lot of the J-1 visa students. I know that over there, even their doctors and like their lawyers and and their chemical engineers, like we're working with people that are studying those degrees. See, over there, they don't really have the same monetary benefit that a chemical engineer would have here. So they're coming over here. They know that the highest that they can go monetarily wise is at a certain point due to political reasons or whatever other reasons that they're dealing with over there. So they put in like a massive amount of work and effort and energy into the jobs that they're doing here so that this way they can take that back home and then have security when they go. Because I know a lot of immigrant families will be sending money back home. They come here to work to make that money so this way they can build up their family elsewhere. Well put, well put. I have a question. Yeah. Let's uh, not to categorize, obviously, but let's say we have uh, a gentleman from Russia coming and a gentleman from Mexico coming. Mm-hmm. Both have language, uh, shall we say, deficiencies. Okay. In other words, their English is not up to par. Uh, why will the gentleman of Spanish descent work in the kitchen when the Russian male will say, no, I don't work in the kitchen. I want to serve. And I've come across this a lot, a lot over the past 23 years being in business. In other words, so we talk about immigration, how you generalized everything, right? Yeah, so right. if you're taking it, you're, you're, because you're saying they're immigrants. I'm going to disagree with you. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to disagree with you because I felt like there's, there's more of an entitlement. I would say, especially from the European countries right. or like, uh, I'm not cooking. I'm not doing dishes. I'm right. not working in the kitchen. It's I'm a like, status kind of, yeah. Like I'm here to make yeah. as much money possible in the smallest amount of time that I can mm-hmm. without. And I was like, really? I'm like, no, you will never serve here. And we're saying everything (laughs) the same. They're coming over same time, same language barrier. 
Same penniless pockets, same correct everything through. Correct. And it sparked something for me, maybe because I walked, like I said, into Mexico and I felt, you know, it's doing whatever they can do to survive, to make it, to make that extra income, you know, to make that money. So they're more inclined, I think, to do whatever job position it is because they're trying to upgrade their life. So they're more willing to accept even like a lower considered job, like as the dishwasher or the boss. Don't worry, I'll say something really unpopular. Yeah, that's uh, listen. Yeah. I know it's an unpopular topic. No, so yeah. like, why not? We could talk about it. We're so, restaurant tours. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's always awkward when you're going to speak through race, religion, yeah. you know, ethnicity, mm-hmm. anyway, gender, whatever. Um, you want to have an honest conversation. You just have to acknowledge that there are differences in people, and there are differences in cultures, and there's differences in countries. Okay. Sure. And I think that, you know, when you start to look at what the the actual statistics and what the floors are in some countries, and uh-huh. you start to say like, oh, okay, well. You're coming from this European country that may be, you know, more developed on these, you know, 10 indicators or whatever. Uh And hey, you're coming from this country that actually are ranking lower on these 10 indicators. What you're probably looking at in that regard is someone who's come through in a culture that may be the floor of the work that they were accepting in their own country. Because, right, they're leaving something. So, like, what was that person from Russia, I think, was your example? What was that person doing in Russia? And what was that person doing in Mexico? They're leaving to do. Well put. So Mm -hmm. if you're looking at the different and you just have to then acknowledge that there's a difference between Russia and Mexico through a lot of things. Uh There's differences in general. I mean, you can get into why are there more males as line cooks than females? Like you can parse it out into many different ways. I think the first thing you have to do is just acknowledge that there's absolute differences. Nobody wants to talk about differences, though, because it's like I'll talk about the fucking differences. (laughs) Yeah, it's awkward because then you have to acknowledge and it's like, oh, everybody's not the same and equal. Uh Like, it's weird. But I'm going to say I've worked in white boy kitchens and then I've worked in uh, Mexican. I'm just going to use I love Mexico and I love it because it's a fucking ballet. There's no talking. It's beautiful. It's just yeah, it's beautiful. It's like a a clock if you look at it like years, if you look at it from above. Yes. And you see it all just spinning and turning like. And I'll see some guy, and th- yeah. they won't shut the fuck up. Yeah. Get to work. Get let's get this dish out, and they keep yap 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 yap. And it yeah. dr- I'm sorry, guys, it drives me absolutely <laughs> nuts. Now I know you didn't know the topic before we got on, right. but I was going through my list, and I came across that one. I'm like, oh, let's go, let's get into that one because I, uh, I don't think I'm here without the grace, the ballet, just sure. what they produce. It's amazing. And when we talk about culture, you mentioned culture and yeah. coming from and. Is their goal just to work as hard as they can for five to 10 years to go back home and retire? Or some of them are coming here and raising a family here, which is the hardest part. I think the easier part. So, you know, when I talk about work ethic, is it just because I don't think it's just money based guys, right? I think it's it's, quality of life. Yeah, yeah, I think there's something to it. Like, okay, they're they really take pride in their job. And I'm going to say I'm going to say on the other end of the spectrum, maybe our culture has come down to, well, if I don't like it here, I'm just going to go work somewhere else because right. I can. And yeah. I would think that's that's a big one, too. It has to you do know. with like the respect, too. That, you know, respect Absolutely. for the job, respect for the environment, respect for the opportunity, you know, to be able to come in and do something to better their families and better their lives. And listen, yeah. go for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Do We're here think, to help. Do you think when... And obviously, you probably know a lot of examples of people who are first generation whose parents came over. Yes. Do you think that their parents' goal was to eventually go back? And when they got here and saw the money they were making and saw the culture and everything and then became, for lack of a better word, Americanized and stayed? Or do you think their plan was to... You're looking at one. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. My parents came here because they were like, Greece sucks. There's no money. Mm. We're poor. It's poor. You're not going to have a life here. We're going to we're going to America, baby. <laughs> yeah. We're going That's to America. It. And now look, as I right. enter semi-retirement, you know, my mom looks at me and goes, wait, you want to go back to Greece? And I'm like, <laughs> right. well, yeah, it's nice there if you have some money. You don't have to be rich. But even with what do we say? The top 1% makes 72,000 a year. Right. That's not here. You ain't in the no, top they, 1% if you're making 72,000 a year. They say that America is a great place to make money. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Europe is a good place to be rich. Yes, indeed. Yeah. But you don't even have to be rich. Just, you know, yeah, just a couple just thousand a month. Up. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's it's it. just that European lifestyle. Yeah, I love it. Exactly. And maybe that's part of the reason that, you know, maybe they'll come here for the summer and say, uh, I'm not working for 15 or $20 an hour. I'm yeah. going to serve. That's where everybody tells me when they come back home. Right. That's where they make a lot of money. And but it's no different though, right? Like. Think through like if you have a if, if you have your current job and right. you're gonna leave your current job. Forget about leaving your country, but you're gonna leave your current job. You're not gonna leave your current job willingly for a job that is more hours, more stressful, less money, less so I feel like some of it's mitigating mm. factors of like where are you coming from and what are you coming from to do? Like most people look to do the next thing to take a step up or theoretically a lateral move that uh-huh. has something more time, equal money, something. So I, I think it's. So did we actually answer the question why Mexican line cooks are better than <laughs> white boy line cooks? Yeah. Well, I don't think. Did we answer that question? I don't. Did we? Yeah. Kind of. Fact check. Kind of. Sort of. We kind of danced around it a little yeah, bit. I think. Yeah. So you're opening a restaurant tomorrow. Okay. All right. Yep. Who's going in your kitchen? The most qualified. <laughs> <laughs> Restaurant Park, I love it. Next, same question. I'm going to see who comes around first. I will probably pick the people that I think that I can work with. Yeah. Real answer. Anybody with a pulse. <laughs> yeah. Do any of us have so many people the right now that are like falling out? Like, I'm turning people around at the door. Uh, right? like, <laughs> no, it's whoever shows up and says, hey, I want to work in the kitchen yeah. for 80 hours a week, yeah. asshole. I, like, yeah, it's really. I mean, that's how you get start if you're opening up. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to bring in whoever you can. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you what my answer is. Yeah, what one of your magic wishes yeah. you're going to pick. You're going to take whoever shows up because nobody wants to work I'm in the kitchen. I'm going Mexico. Go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All the way, baby. <laughs> Restaurant Punk, I'm Yanni. Bobby Baklava. Nick. Out.